Hello and welcome to Phoning It In, the improvised phone-in show where the callers have literally no idea what they're calling in to talk about. My name is Dave Coffey. Um, it really bothers me when people pretend to be unimpressed by celebrities, you know? We are special. You know, that's why we're celebrities. We have, we have done and are doing amazing things. So for you to pretend, to pretend to be unimpressed by that is pathetic. It's pathetic. Come back to me when you've got your own phone-in show, okay? And then you can, you can pretend to be unimpressed. <sighs> Usual phone lines are open, so get calling. Okay, we're going to kick things off this week with our question of the week. The question this week, what's the longest grudge you've ever held? Uh, Declan, you had a grudge with a celebrity? I did, yeah. Uh, which, which celebrity was it? It was um, Simon Delaney. Right. And what happened with you and Simon? Well, uh, Simon, I don't know if you know this, he's a bit of a chancer. He's bit of a Jack the Lad. Bit of a Jack the Lad. He's got, yeah. a, uh, he, he's got his, uh, his, own, his own business. It's called, um, it's a, ch- a chain of Chinese restaurants called Bachelor's Wok. Okay. And uh, I was in there, um, in the one in Ringsend, getting a shredded chili chicken. Mm-hmm. And Simon himself was uh, roaring at this poor girl in Mandarin. He was speaking Mandarin. He was, yeah, he was. Uh, she was, she wasn't even Asian, uh, and mm-hmm. she didn't have a clue what he was saying. And he'd lost the bloody head with her. And to be honest with you, I lost the bloody head with him. I was like, Simon, where do you get off? Bachelor's Walk was ten years ago, if, if, if not more, if not more. Yeah. And he was like, Don't you ever darken the door of Bachelor's Walk again? Right. He said, Feel free to go into the other ones, but. As Not far the, as the Rings End one. Yeah, yeah. You're gone. Get yeah, out. Yeah. And are the other ones convenient for you, or was Rings End that was your go-to? Uh, no, yeah. I I live above. It, so oh, it was right. incredibly convenient, and uh, it makes it very awkward to leave my apartment. Yeah, because well, he's always there. Or, he is, yeah, standing yeah. there looking at me. Yeah, whisk muttering to himself in Mandarin. I mean, I have to say, it's impressive that he went to the effort to learn Mandarin, to you know, just to set up this chain of shops. That's not why he did it. Oh, right. Okay. No. Why did he learn Mandarin? Yeah, he, he had it already. Oh, okay. He just always... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he lived in Asia for most of his teens. Right. Well, I suppose then you You'd can see... You'd know that if you've read his book. Well, I haven't read his book, I'm afraid. Oh. But that makes sense then. I can see why he got into... Delaney the... a life. It's it's a good read. Yeah? Yeah. What what other... It's just of... him on the cover, kind of looking knowingly. Yeah. And well, and did you read the book before your altercation or after, kind of after? After, yeah. You want, want to get to, to know, know your enemy, Dave. Yes. It's yeah, through yeah, 101 yeah, yeah. of... Uh, <laughs> Of the art of war of feuds. What? How else is this feud kind of uh, playing played out? Uh, he will send me uh, dead animals in the post. Uh, specifically, we should say that's allegedly because we. I, obviously no, he pr- does. Pr- yeah, he that. does. Yeah, does he sign his name to them? He does. Yeah, he says oh, okay, this is uh, Simon Delaney, uh, and th- I, I strangle this uh, strangle this dog with my bare hands and. Uh, and I'm sending it to you as an act of aggression. That's is a very explicit note. No, allegedly about it. And have you done anything to get back at him? No, I'm terrified. So I mean, it's a very one-sided feud. He then, knows really. the triads. <laughs> how, how do you mean? Well, they launder money through uh, through his um, through his chain of uh, Chinese restaurants, and also he buys hash off them. So I'm the allegedly, hash off the this is all <laughs> allegedly. You asked me about my feud, <laughs> not my alleged feud, Dave. 
we've, with a celebrity. We, we've no we've no proof that Simon Delaney has done any of these things. I now, do. I photographs. Hearsay is all we have until you know. And have you gone to the guards with any of this? They're in his pocket, man. You don't get it, do you? This I, is it's. He's the he's just the, all this stuff about these gangs and those guys. It's all goes back to it's him. It's all Delaney. So he's like a, a a kingpin of sorts. Oh, he is the kingpin, the kingpin. of uh, oh. Europe. Of Europe, uh, wow. no, uh, Ring's End. <laughs> okay, but how far does his influence spread? The end of Ring's End. Right. Okay. So the other shops that he has, the other um, restaurants, nah, mostly run by cousins. Is well, look, actually, Simon has heard you, and he's on the line. Um, Simon, what do you say to these allegations? Oh, completely, completely false. Right. Do you know? Do you know this man, Declan? I've never seen him before in my life. Father Declan. Father Declan. I've no. never seen this priest before in my life. Yeah. And where do you think he's getting this from? Where do you think this aggression towards you is coming from? I'll be honest with you. I, I think Witcherly sent him. Okay. So yourself and Don Witcherly have fallen out, or? Well, we had an idea. Dave, uh, a couple, couple of years ago, to uh, try and open up a range of bachelors' walk teamed uh, Chinese restaurants yeah. and uh, you know myself and uh, Keith McGarland were, were, were fairly on board but uh, Witcherly was having none of it and uh, ever since then he's been trying to sabotage the restaurant and it's, it's been going fantastic gangbusters got uh, got restaurants uh, all over Europe yeah he does, he, not all over Europe man really, yeah. Declan do they even know Bachelors Walk in Declan other they, they 100% are do, you yeah. is this is this Don Witcherly we're talking to no Okay. No. I can hear. I can hear it in your voice. I will admit that Don Witcherly is my first cousin, but that is a total coincidence. So you don't live above the shopping rings, then, do you? I'd fallen on hard times. I was in a bad way, and I went to Don. And I was like, Don, cut me off a piece. I need. I need. I need a bit of something, something to keep me going. And he's like, Here's what you do, Declan. You. Want, I want you to bring down. The man who has it all, by any means necessary. And yeah, we knew it. I knew it. And yeah, I'll admit to it now. You're a man of God, Declan. I'm not. This is just uh, like, this is a stag party costume I bought in a shop. But you didn't need to put on a costume on for the radio. To trick you. Yeah, but I wouldn't have seen it anyway. Oh yeah. Witcherly came to me there. He came to me a couple of weeks ago, and he was asking me for comps for the snapper there in the gate. Yeah, he was gonna he was gonna shout at you. If, I knew it. Yeah. yeah. I said to him, we said, I said Don. This is the first time I've heard from you for, for years. Yeah. And you see me up there now on the gate stage playing Jimmy Rabbit himself. Yeah. And, you, and you just want to ruin it for the me. King Le- the King Lear of Irish. It is. And he's been, he's been wanting to play that part yes, for yeah. years himself, himself in the curling. He was going to roar at you. He was going to go, where's Meany? Every time you're on stage, where's Meany? Yeah. But I tell you what, Carl Meany himself actually, he, uh, he, he, he messaged me and he said, you're way better than I am. Is that true? And Don Witcherly could never have played this part. And he was absolutely Screenshot right. the message that he sent you and then posted on social media to Here, prove it. I'll show it to you right now. Look, there it is. Oh, the, he, he it, texted it, it to him? He texted to, me to, yeah. 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 Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty legit. Yeah, it looks legit. <laughs> Unless he changed his own number. No. Not to Photoshop him. And then no. texted himself. Because you can do that. I do it all the time. Tell, tell Take, me, tell co- me change my number to ma'am and text me. I love you, son. Tell me how you do it. I love you, son. Huh? Tell me how you do it. I'll text you. I don't know. Just, just go into settings. 
Well, look, guys, I, I, I you, you, you obviously have each other's phone numbers. You can take this off air. At least we got to the bottom of this. Dave, can I, can I just add in? I will be um, at the opening of a carpet store in uh, Rialto this afternoon. Um, three o'clock, uh, Dunn's Carpets. Uh, everyone welcome. Come on down. It has to be breaking some kind of trade law there. Oh, no, it's, it's uh, fun. Uh, yeah, sorry, uh, hashtag sponsored. There you go. That's good. That's good enough for me. Thanks, guys, for calling in. Anne, you have an ongoing feud with your neighbour, is that right? Yeah. What happened? It's been going on for about 15 years now. Jeez, that's very long. Yeah, um, she started hacking bits off this uh, bush that I really liked. Right. That was uh, planted in my back garden mm. and uh, she said was touching her washing line. Um, and it was a very uh, nice bush. Uh, I've been known to have sticky fingers in the past, Dave, and uh, one day I went out to the Botanic Gardens and found this rare um, tobacco bush. Right. And I thought, well, there's a business opportunity, you know. Oh, you'll grow some tobacco. Took a tweezers out of my bag and snipped a bit bit off. off. Yeah. Right. Um, and you know, I was happy. Uh, went home, planted it, tended to this bush for years, and it grew so quick because I'm an excellent horticulturist. Green fingers. Oh, um, sorry. Green fingers. No, just regular. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, good in the garden, you could say. And your woman is nosy next door. Carmel, she. She just started hacking away at it. Hacking lumps off it. And I saw her rolling smokes out of it as well. Gorgeous uh, flavour off it. Well, look, Carmel's on the line. Uh, Carmel, what do you have to say for yourself? Are you stealing tobacco? Uh, Are you, Dave? It's a very direct question. Well, um, that's what the show's about. We're trying to get to the bottom of the situation. Anne says you're stealing tobacco. I realise that, but uh, Anne isn't the... uh, She's not the full shilling, this Anne, you know? I've been watching her for a long time, Dave, and uh, you want to see the stuff she gets up to in her garden. What's she getting up to? She gets up to all sorts of things, Dave. I mean, one day, one day I saw her outside, right, with tin foil on her head, okay, and sun cream, okay? And then what she was doing was she was putting her hands up in the sky and uh, praising some sort of sun god. And that does sound a little bit unusual. I suppose a lot of people mm. use tinfoil to to uh, help them get a suntan. That... I wasn't doing that, Dave. What were you doing? If I put the tinfoil on my head and stand in a certain way, the reflection off my head helps the plant to grow. Okay. And that's the, what and it's called say. photosynthesis, Carmel. Yeah, yeah. And the sun cream, obviously, just to take care of your skin, I suppose. Yeah. yeah I mean, you're, you're if I'm out in the garden course, all day, like course, that's yeah, yeah. my own prerogative, Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she thinks she's such a good gardener, Dave, but she doesn't put anything good in her garden. I have top quality bamboo plants in okay. my garden. Yeah. And it's not bamboo. What is it? It's a load of deck chairs that she chopped up. It, it, it's, it's, it's as good as any bamboo plant. There's just loads of two by fours in a in a plant pot I, what? I, I can see them well I'm selling them to pandas and they love it no she's not there's no pandas in Eden more Carmel you're sick I am I'm selling them to pandas they love them I, I'm 50 euro pop Carmel no you don't what about this tobacco she's seen you rolling cigarettes come clean have you stolen tobacco from her or not I have 
I've stolen. I'm so I'm sorry. Jacques. Yeah. Well, I I've stolen them, and you stole it from the botanical gardens. Well, I'm gonna ring the botanical gardens. She's got you there, Ron, because you did steal it at first. Well, I I came clean. That was 15 years ago. So I've the statute of limitations piece, is, uh, yeah, is man. Yeah, yeah, I I did a law course. Right. False. Just to make sure that you were. Yeah, you I'm in the be, clear now. You're in the clear. Yeah. Okay, well, look, guys, thanks for phoning in. I really appreciate your calls. Thank you. We're going to move on to some other calls now. Um, Betty, what's this about Linda Martin's cat? Well, Dave, um, I am living in Dublin about uh, five years. Mm-hmm. Where are you from, Betty? Brazil. Oh. And sometimes lonely. I make friends with a cat. What has coming into the garden? Yeah. And well, I'm just playing with it, give small pieces of food. Then uh this what I was thinking was a man come to my door and say, Give me back give me back my cat shouting so loud. And it was a man, was it? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um. So I said, no, sorry, man. No cat. I don't have a cat here. And then when... But you did have the cat at this stage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you were afraid that this man might get aggressive with you or... Well, it was too late for that because yeah. the man was already being shouting. And he, then he left okay. and I still had the cat in the back room. And one of the guys say to me, that's not a man, that's Linda Mart. And she is like very what's fa- famous here. Right. Fa- like a famous, um, like a, a singing Singer. thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I thought it was a man. Yeah. Looked like Skeletor man. And what did you do? Did you give? Did you throw the cat back over the wall, or? My God, no! Okay. I, you don't, David. You don't throw animals. No, I don't mean like literally, but like, did 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 you give the cat back to Linda? Not immediately. Yeah. Because I had made good um, communion with the cat, and I'm sorry because I'm I'm emotional about it now because. Um, uh, being lonely, I need something. Yeah. You know, I can't get job, don't have boyfriend. Whereas you felt an affection uh, with this cat. Yes, of a... like it was like my cat, what I had in Brazil. Animals is good for mental health. And yeah. I didn't give back straight away. Um, then the cat also got a bit aggressive, like the original owner, yeah. Linda, um, who's not a man. No. Now I realize. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, when I had to starting to restrain the cat, I realized maybe the cat wanted to actually go home. Yeah, so yeah. I let go home. Okay. And is that the end of the story? Or did Linda, did she ever talk to you again? I did see her then m- maybe like two weeks after yeah. the cat went. Um, and she looked at me like we has a saying at home. She looked at me like I was a demon of like um like pedophile um like uh, with big uh, teeth and it's hard to explain. Yeah, yeah. Is uh, there is there a name for the pedophile demon in in Brazil? at home? Yeah. 
Dabliero. A Dabliero, okay. Like, uh, like devil, but like more um, uh, pedophile. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Well, listen, um, thanks so much for your call, Betty. Um, hopefully you won't uh, run foul of Linda Martin again in the future. Thank you, Dave. My guest in studio today is Barry Trunsell, a human resources expert who specializes in the psychology of workplace dynamics and the author of the book, Working Together, Navigating Workplace Politics in a Post-Millennial World. Barry Trunsell, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Dave. What's the number one issue you deal with as an expert in workplace dynamics? Surprisingly, it is women feeling that they're not being valued Okay. in the chosen career. And why do you say that's surprising? I was been, I suppose I've been a bit sarcastic because all they ever bloody gone about, isn't it? Oh, I don't get treated the way I should be. It's so hard. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, I did quotes. You can't. You, you just didn't see me because I did my hands under the table, but I did like quotes and I said surprising. Ah, uh, okay, I see. Yeah, I suppose if you're going to do air quotes, maybe um, don't you li- list them up? I don't tell you how to do your job. Don't fair tell enough. You how to do mine. Okay, fair enough. Well, look, if you could impart one piece of advice to anyone to sort of trying to get ahead in the modern workplace, what what would it be? One piece of Well, I bloody wrote a book for advice. Look, I think summarize one line. Okay, I'll try, though. I'd say it's... Well, not necessarily summarize the whole book, but just maybe give me one kind of, you know, tidbit from us. It's not, a, it's not just as simple as one fix-all tidbit. If I would have wrote a tidbit, I wouldn't wrote a book, Dave. They'd be selling it in tidbit shops, shops, <laughs> uh, bookshops. So I, I'm going to respectfully refuse. Okay. Well, look, we've got a load of callers on on the line, so maybe we'll just Bring them on. go to them. Um, Trish, you have a problem with your boss, I believe. Hello, Trish. My name is Barry Trunsell. I wrote a book about the very problem you're having. Very nice to talk to you on the radio. So, like, anyway, I works in the credit union in Scarty, right? But anyway, my boss is starting to kind of, you know... Trying to start to give me give give me a few shots like you know like give me what? shots what like you know what I mean he's giving me the shots like he's uh, he comes in right and he sees me and he uh, he comes up to me and he makes me drink a shot of uh, Mickey Finns in the morning right okay that yeah. is unusual why. That's right. Well, do you know, I don't know what it is. Like, uh, he says, I see you down the town every day. I know what you're like, you know. I know you'll be... <laughs> I see you down the town, down the prom, with all the boys down the prom in the cars, you know. And I says, that's that's in me spare time, Dave, yeah, you know. Yeah, that's not in the workplace. Doesn't matter. No. I could be hanging around in the Subaru with the boys after yeah. work, like, if I want, you know. And do you be drinking shots... In the Subaru with the boys, or where's the, where's the shots coming from? Like I usually, I'd be smoking fags in the Subarus, you know. Yeah. Like, and we'd be doing, we'd be going up and down the prom doing the wheelies and the, you know, yeah. the, the donuts, like you donuts, know. Donuts, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, that's in my spare time. So, my boss yeah, yeah. is down the prom one day, walking the dog, like right, and he sees me in the car with uh, with a uh, buzzer, you know, and like Who, he says. Buzzer? Uh, like buzzers this lad I'm kind of seeing at the moment okay. like we're shifting like you know yeah, but yeah. like it's not serious yet like you yeah. know because uh, like I don't know I'm kind of seeing this other lad as well uh, called uh, Spud so okay. like it's kind of up near every but anyway enough about me you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so my boss comes in anyway and he says I seen you down the town the other day right with all the rip by racers you know he goes here look we do shot like right I was like what he goes go on you Trish I know you're well up for this I know what you're like which I think is kind of like, you know, what's it called? Sexy, is it? Uh, would you, sexual harassment. Well, you've been harassed. That's it, Jed, a sexy, yeah. sexy harassment. It's not, no, it's 
don't call it that. Please, it's the opposite of that. He's harassing me because I'm sexy, Dave, you see. And then he says, I could buy you a turkey sandwich at lunchtime from Super Value if you do another one with me. I'm oh, sure I'm okay. dying for I'm mad for a turkey sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I does another shot. So I don't know, Barry, like, what it do you think in, I should it do? It is in, inappropriate, isn't it, Barry? Because to be honest with you, I'm absolutely scarred by lunchtime. <laughs> Can you name your employer? What's his name? Oh, I maybe wouldn't name okay. him. Okay, let's call him, for the sake of argument, let's call him uh, Declan Cody. Declan, I'm not going to, Mr. Cody, however we talk to your employer, I'm not going to have a shot of Mickey Vins today. If it's all the same to you, uh, I brought a flask of tea. Trish, do you think that would work? Yeah, I'll try it, like, you know, I'll, gi- I'll give it a lash, like, you know. Mm. It, like, I like drinking the Mickey Fins. It's just, I do be drunk then and giving everyone loans. Yeah. It does be just handing out the loans after lunch. And does does your boss, um, is he not worried about you handing out too many loans or handing out loans to the wrong people? Or Sure, Declan's scuttered as well. So Absolutely I've, out of his bin. So his name is Declan? Oh, yeah. Declan oh. Cody, I bet you you Googled him, did you? Yeah, thanks a million, Barry. That's very good advice. Sure, I'll ask him to move out next week anyway. Give my love to Buzzer and Spud. Wait, move out? Oh, do yeah. you live with him as well, Trish? Oh, yeah, I do, yeah. That's how he knows what I'm like down the town. And I thought you just, he just saw you walking when he was walking his dog. Saw you a Buzzer in the Subaru. Do you know, I'm kind of sick of him. He used to go out with me sister. Yeah, like, that's great advice. So basically, just tell him to stop with the sexy harassment. Tell him to stop doing the shots at the lunchtime and tell him to move out of my house. Trish, thanks very much for calling in. Really appreciate your call. Sound, um, yeah. Gareth is on the line. Um, Gareth, hey, Gareth. Gareth, you, um, your colleagues don't include you in their games. Is that right? Uh, no, uh, that's very true. Uh, they don't include me in uh, any of the games. And I'll be honest with you, Dave, uh, they play an awful lot of games. Where do you work? Uh, I work in a... Uh, uh, health and fitness shop uh, we sell uh, supplements mm-hmm. for like uh, bodybuilding and for bodybuilders and for like just people who want to build their bodies and why do you think they they exclude you Gareth jealousy Dave what are they jealousy I think they're just jealous of how good I am at rounders but they how would they know that because I keep keep telling them and right. they just will not listen so even before they you started, they started playing any games. You were just going on and on. I just like lads, good. lads. I would come in. I would come in to work. I come in at nine o'clock in the morning, and I'd be just there putting up all my supplements. And I'd be lads, rounders, rounders, rounders. I'd be talking about all the times I played rounders in primary school and how good I was at them. I wear a lot of rounders merch. Uh, my favorite film is that film Rounders, which I was obviously disappointed that I didn't. It's actually, not about rounders. It's not actually about rounders. Yeah. It's about just like you just sound like a liar. You sound like you're just a big braggy liar. And I think that's what your coworkers are responding to. They're like, "We don't like Gareth. He's a twat, and we're just gonna we're just gonna exclude him because he's he's a dose of a man." But is but is that sounds like uh, advice for someone who might be suffering from not, you know mental health issues or like? Don't play that. Don't. I'm this card. This card. The Trump gear it is. The Trump card now. Oh, I, oh, cry, I'm, cry, Barry, wolf. Barry, cry, I'm sorry. Wolf. I'm sorry. I can. I'm just. Gonna, no, I can be honest about that, and I can talk about. It. I I get so sad. We all get when sad, Gareth. I don't get so I get so sad when I don't play games, but particularly when I don't get play a game of rounders. That's the, that's just a basic human emotion. You don't have mental health issues. You're a dickhead. If your coworkers are excluding you, try and try and uh, weasel your way into yes. their lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't keep going on about how good you are at rounders. No, no don't be bright. Just, just be more insidious. Be, be, well, what yeah, Garrett's yeah, yeah, problem? Yeah. He's not been insidious enough. He's yes. not like you need he to should oh. be telling them that they're good at rounders. Okay, yeah, so like, what I would recommend. Should I take more supplements? Do you think? No, no. I, if anything, that's setting you back. I'd say I'd say it's rotting your brain. 
what you should do, you say, give me the name of one of your coworkers. Oh, uh, George. So, George, what you do is in, in, you, you make friends with a family member, of, a close family member of George's, or a wife, or a partner, or whatever. Or uh, he, he, he doesn't have, he's separated from his wife. He has. Um, that was just an example. Yeah, he has a young son. It uh, could be. He's, he's young son. Stay um, away from the so- he's a young son called Liam, who is actually really good at rounders, because um, he'd be in the shop. No, uh, I'd steer clear of that. Yeah, yeah. No? I'll make friends with Liam. If I play one, one on. One on one rounders uh, with Liam. Do maybe. not do anything one on one with Liam. Just do, please. Right. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Major troubles work. Yeah. I think I would avoid rounders altogether, Garth. I think that's what kind of got you into mm-hmm. this trouble in the first talking place. About talking play, about yeah. it. Watching yeah. Can I just uh, actually just say, just for the sake of balance, like, I love loads of other games. It's just that I'm really, really good at rounders. I sure, love all, yeah. the, all, all the games. But people don't necessarily want to hear that over and over again, is what we're saying. You know, it's a shit but sport. It's, it's not the really Irish baseball, you know? Okay, well, we'll leave it there, Gareth. Thanks so much for your call. Um, I think we've time for one more caller. Jane, you really want to get a colleague fired. Yeah, that's right. Thanks for ringing me back, Dave. I ran out of credit there. That's no problem. Why do you want to get someone fired? I've just had up to here. I'm pointing at me for it now. Yeah. Uh, I've been working for a salon. Now, I'm not going to say where or what. I'm a hard worker, but... This new boss is bringing in all these other young ones and young fellas that aren't as trained in the beauty industry like I am and have been. Mm -hmm. And she's getting them in. They're working for half nothing. And they're taking all the hours. And as I say, I'm pointing at me for it. I've had it up to there. Mm. But is there one person in particular that you have an issue with? This person you want to get fired? Yeah. The, the boss oh, the woman boss. herself. Okay. The supervisor. Okay. And um, have you done anything to try and get her fired or? Um, I, uh, I had a little word where. Okay. Um, there's this multi-story out the back of the centre where I know she parks her Mazda. And um, I got into a character because I did uh, a little bit of Amdram. Okay. As a young one. And... Uh, my brother Kenny has this balaclava, right? And I went over to me mass to collect me cat and I saw it there. Yeah. And I was like, right, well, there's a character that I could use yeah. to get a bit of confidence or whatever. So I brought the balaclava into the salon with me. And then at the end of the day, when your woman went to our car. You followed her. Yeah. yeah. Put the thing on in the lift. Yeah. And I just went straight up and I said, Celine, I've had it up to here. Pointing at me for it again. But halfway through, Dave, I think she knew on some level that it was me. Really? Did you do a voice or something? I tried. Yeah. And then halfway through, it sort of my own us. natural brogue came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of voice did you do? Suddenly, I think it was because of the balaclava, and I'm sorry to say this, yeah. but I kind of went into IRA mode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know the way that sometimes can happen yeah, to you. Yeah, it's a natural thing. It's yeah. what even what would have gone And it to. went. Now, not that I'm saying I have any ties to them. No, no. But like... I just got nerves, yeah. you know, suffer with me nerves. And it was a long day. I was just all over the place and yeah, yeah. I was like, Hosselin, like, I'm not happy. I, I was trying to say to her, but like a few bars in and I just lost the bottle. And then as she was pulling out, she just said, Jane, you better not be late in the morning. <laughs> and that's when I knew that the jig was up. Well, look, Barry Trunsell is here with me in the studio. Barry, it's a troublesome boss situation again, isn't it? No, it's like the last caller. You're, what you're doing here is you're bringing me the problem rather than the victim. And I can't help 
I can only have the victim. So I have been victimized. You haven't, Jane. You're you got a you got a victim complex. That's what you have. I'm on B vitamin complex. I don't have a complex. It's very good for your hair. I mean, are you for real? Like I, I pay my taxes. I raise my kids. She's raised her kids, Barry. What's that got to do with anything? Well, I'll tell you what it has to do with it has to do with me being a good Sylvanian. Sorry, a a, 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 what are those little tiny things? Oh, oh, they're Sylvanians. Sorry. Yeah. I'm a good civilian. Yeah. And I pay me motor tax. I pay me universal yeah, social yeah. check. Like I. What? Are you, who cares? Anyone can raise a child. You, would you grow up? You haven't Jane? met my You're Ollie. Well, let's. Not. I hope never to. Listen, it's 2010, and I think that I have brought as much of myself to the salon table as I can and I am not willing to A. Take that off you and C. Say goodbye to my clients because I mean if I'm not going to back home all their little updos who is? Jane you, you do know it's 2018 yeah? You're splitting hairs now Dave. Huh, that'd be a good name for a hair salon. That's splitting very good, hairs. actually. Yes. Why don't you go into business by yourself? In Dublin 13, and then call it splitting hairs, call whatever you want, I don't care. What do you think of that, Jane? Would you go into business on your own? Take out a small business loan. Actually, that, that isn't a bad idea. It isn't, is it? Splitting hairs. Harry, huh. thank you. You're very welcome. Splitting hairs. That's, that's gas. Yeah, it's one of those names that the first time you hear it, you kind of giggle, and then you can, after that, it's yeah. less and less effective, but... <laughs> that's all right. The, job, <laughs> the job's done. Yeah. Thank you. Don't, don't, don't. Kick the legs out from under before she even started, Dave. Um, what type of hair growth do you have, Barry? I could do... Not a hair on my head. Alopecia. Oh, uh, I'm not sorry even, Not even in the pubis area. All right, well, you can I'm borrow like a... me brother's balaclava if you want. I know, I'm fine with it. Sorry, sorry. It's all right, I've made my peace. Jane, thank you so much for your call. I'm afraid we are out of time. I want to thank all my callers today, but I especially want to thank Peter McGann, Ali Fox, John Morton and Aoife Spras. Guys, do you have anything you want to plug? Yes, um, I am going to be in Sweet Sensations, a play by Terry Fitzgerald uh, in the Fringe Festival, uh, the 18th to the 22nd of September at half six in the main space in Smock Alley. Uh, Original music and I rap. Oh, wow. Fulfilling a childhood dream of mine, Dave. It's a comedy about a nursing home and how the uh, residents of that nursing home actually are way more together than the HSE will allow them to be. Cool. What's the name of it again? Sweet Sensations. It's going to be hilarious. Brilliant. Aoife? Um, so myself and Peter are in a show called Trial of the Centuries. Oh, yeah. Uh, with uh, Tony and Kevin who were on. Yeah, who were on before. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, it's on from the 17th of September to the 22nd. And uh, it's part of Dublin Fringe. So. And written by Giles Brody, who's also on the show there, before. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Peter, do you have anything else you want to plug? That and... Uh, no, I think that's it. A, a lad from home uh, is he's supporting uh, Shane Clifford, also known as Brilliant Shane, in Whelan's on the tenth of October. Uh, but I think that gig is sold out. But just in case, a few more tickets floating around. Do you want to name check the lad from the home? lad from home? His name is uh, Liam Nugent. Yeah, he's on uh, Facebook, isn't he? He's, he's on Facebook as uh, Liam Nugent. He's on Twitter as at Funny Liam Nugent. Yeah. Uh, so check him out. He's just he's doing well for himself. He's t- trying his best. Great, John. 
Uh, I'm doing a play in the Dublin Fringe Festival as well. It's called uh, Running and Walking in the Phoenix Park, um, which I've been preparing for by... Uh, walking in the Phoenix Park. I'm going to build up to the running. Uh, and that's starting from September 12th in uh, Project Art Centre. Brilliant. Thank you, guys. If you would like to see a live performance of Phoning It In, we're doing a show in the Dublin Podcast Festival on October 14th in the Grand Social in a double header with the brilliant Sexy Beast podcast. So you can get your tickets for that now on Ticketmaster. Before you go, if you enjoyed the podcast, please tell some friends about it. Uh, we want to keep going for as long as possible, and the more listeners we get, the easier that will be. You can also rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. This will really help people to find the show. Uh, I want to thank the Headstuff Podcast Network for having us, and thanks to John O'Farrell for our theme music. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.